0: Spoiler warning, the following discussion will contain spoilers. We recommend checking out the movie first, then coming back to hang with us. But, if you don't care about that, glad to have you here. everybody welcome back to another episode of the real review my name is kevin and i'm john and we are the real movie guys welcome to real terror month a series where we discuss the movies that will send chills down your spine on today's episode we'll be taking a look at five the 13th part two mrs Voorhees is dead and camp crystal lake is shut down but a camp next to the infamous place is stalked by an unknown assailant so john how's it feel to be uh, jumping back into a uh, Another slasher movie. This is this will be your uh, second one in the series for you.
1: <laughs> Feels good. Interesting. Well,
0: your your boy made an appearance. You know, your biggest complaint, I think, last movie was, uh, you know, we had no Jason, right? So that's right. We got Jason now. How do you feel about that? Jason didn't seem.
1: He J- looks Jason exactly didn't like it look he's
0: supposed to, right?
1: Jason didn't look like what I thought Jason was looking like. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was waiting for a hockey mask.
0: Right. So big disparity here. Jason's in this movie. We finally get the. Mr. Jason Voorhees, who we've all been waiting for, uh, looks a little different though, right? He's he's not he's not yeah. he's not that Jason yet. Uh, instead of a hockey mask and you know his trash man outfit, that's what I'm going to call it. I don't know what it is, but that's <laughs> what it is to me. Uh, he's got overalls, he's got a plaid shirt, and he's got a burlap sack with a hole in it.
1: Yeah, he looks island. like one of those. He looks like one of those guys that like chop down trees for a living. Right.
0: I'm going to say it right off the bat. I like this look. Oh. <laughs> Now, is it as iconic as the hockey mask look? No, absolutely not. But the reason I think this look works is it pays homage to a lot of the 70s horrors. There's actually a a couple movies then that had a very similar-looking killer in it. So I think that's what they were trying to go for with this look. Um, I like it. I actually do. I I think it's pretty creepy. Uh, There's a scene early on where you see uh, Jason's like in the shadows. He just killed somebody. And you see him just like kind of like I don't know how to describe. He like just sits up, right, and he puts like his hand out. That that scene just freaked me out a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. To you. <laughs> some, something was just very uncomfortable. I, don't know, I guess it was the combination of the lighting and just the lack of. That's just the atmosphere, but that looks got something to it. You know, I I think it does genuinely. It does have some terror behind it. Yeah, definitely. So, going into that now, do you think anything's improved since the last movie?
1: I think we spend more time with like. The whole cast of characters and I feel like there's more in this movie than there were in the last one okay there
0: is there's, there's more there's more there's more camp counselors I would say I would argue a lot of it remains unchanged for me uh, I think some of the issues I had last time still s- stand here uh especially you know the kills aren't still aren't as inventive as they could be at this point uh the pacing is just all over the place I think it's a little better maybe it's a little more engaging I think I don't know if I would say... I think these kids were a little more likable than the last ones. I don't know if you felt no. like a little bit, maybe. I don't I know mean, if that's what it still, was. I would say maybe a little bit. They're still terrible actors. As an <laughs> well, no, they're terrible actors. But I'm saying if they're likable. It doesn't matter if they're good actors. They're never going to no. be good actors. I told you to get over this. Get over <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like them. <laughs> no, but they're I'm ha- a little more I'm ha- likable.
1: Ha- I would I'm think. happy when Jason kills them.
0: Yeah. Well, they see you're <laughs> starting to learn. You're starting to learn the ways <laughs> of the slasher. Uh, again, I would argue they're a little more likable in this movie. What what the big thing this movie does is it introduces Jason. Like we said earlier, we get a whole backstory, we get a whole special scene, which I think is really funny because they just literally jump into it. I think they're having like a campfire meeting right in the movie, and literally the the head counselor just starts talking about Jason out of nowhere, like, "Oh, did you know there's a man in the woods? Uh, he saw his mom get murdered." What?
1: What kind of correction had- was that? Like. And the, and the guy jumps out of how scares everybody. They're not
0: even that, like they they totally like auto-corrected course here, right? Like before, Jason yeah. was definitely one hundred percent. I thought he was dead, minus how he felt about the end. But now suddenly, Jason like watched his mother get murdered, and now he's out for revenge.
1: Now Jason's pissed.
0: Yeah. So there's there's a lot of logic issues with that. My big thing though is um, like I said, they they kind of. There's a lot of issues going from this movie. This movie was made very quickly after the last one. Uh, it has a different director. The same director didn't stick around. Uh, so you do see some changes. Uh, a lot of it had to do with um, the director was the previous director. And he was upset that they introduced Jason, especially because in the, before they, they said he was dead, right? The, they said clearly he was dead, you know, so now you're just utterly changing the lore behind it, making him, oh, he, he lived. He just watched his mother get murdered. Uh, you know, again, there, there's a, we, we, I said before that, you know, the logic thing is hit or miss in horror movies. Uh, this is one thing where I feel like it's kind of a miss. So there's a five year gap between this movie and the last movie. It's five years. Uh, the Jason we saw jump out of the water, if we're to assume that's the same Jason. There's no way they're the same person. This one's clearly like a lot older than that one would have been at this point, (laughs) which I think is a problem. And not even that, no one saw him hanging in the woods for like 30 something years (laughs) total. Nobody goes over there. And I complimented the series previously on the fact that, you know, I thought the, the whole camp was well set up. You know, I knew I had a good sense of space. I knew where everything was. Based on the way this movie's filmed and shot, I felt like Jason was like literally like ten footsteps away, like his house was like right there.
1: It felt like the houses were so close to each other, like yeah, the, the you could throw a stuff. stone yeah. out the window and stuff. Yeah, which makes it seem, even if they're like actually close together, mm-hmm. you there's ways that you can film it to make it seem like it's so much longer, and I feel like they didn't do that.
0: Yeah, no, I, I can agree. But again, overall, at this point, we can consider, you know, this is the kickoff now of jason we said it was the kickoff of the series before but this is now the kickoff of the jason character this is his official mythology Uh, i believe they do play with it here and there Uh, but essentially this is his origin
1: well see here's my other weird like almost issue with this right is i really wish that the first one and the second one were combined Mm -hmm. that would be a longer movie per se
0: Mm -hmm.
1: i feel like it would be so much better though because i feel like these two movies together right would make a really good movie
0: yeah it's a good story instead of just
1: being yeah i understand it would take away some things and other things would have to be different but i feel like these two movies combined would make it feel like more of a complete complete story story
0: arc right right well i guess it does live up to the name part two so it is part two of that story um (laughs) which is good that it's a positive too. It feels like a genuine continuation of the series. Granted you switched directors and I believe they changed writers as well. Uh, but again, it does feel like a direct continuation. A lot of things return. Like I said, in this movie, we have the return of the first person perspective, which again, totally love that. Um, This movie has a lot more, a lot of creepier scenes, I think, than the first movie. Uh, In some ways, I think it's far superior as a horror movie, Uh, especially with like, like I said, that one scene with Jason like lurking in the dark. And then there's the other one where Paul and Ginny are in a room and Jason's like lurking. She's like, she's looking around Ginny and she doesn't see anybody. And then suddenly you see Jason like pop up with like a, like a, like a poker or like a spear. And she's like, oh my god, watch that! It's like, holy shit, this guy just jumped out here and like just tackled him to the floor. Uh, in some ways, I think it's far superior. There's genuinely a lot more creep scenes, if you will. <laughs> uh, he lives up to the slasher motif a little bit better, especially because they're not afraid to really show Jason as much in this movie. Uh, he is limited, but at the same time, I feel like we get to see more of him as far as the character. And maybe he's a little bit more believable. Not to say that a woman can't be scary or can't be you know the slasher icon uh but a menacing man like jason is i feel like he's a little more menacing than you
1: know than his mama <laughs> yeah well one thing too like i've noticed about like just watching these movies and other certain slasher movies mm-hmm. they always try to get like the guys more into it by having like sexualizing women and stuff in these movies right well that's another convention of a uh, horror is a uh,
0: nudity so uh get used to the weird inconsistency inconsistency uh but it is what it is again that's another part of the genre that has you know that is largely contributed to horror um i have no issues with it you know i've said another i mean we've reviewed piranha which is our number one video by the way please check it out and piranha 3d it was a little over the top um it's in this movie it's, it's not as bad as I, I think I thought it could be, you know, as I remember it being, maybe it's a little more tamer in the eighties. Uh, they, you know, they were going to go, go all out, but uh, there's some strong, there's still some nudity. Now, what what else did you like about this movie, John? Now we, you've seen an evolution is a bit from the last one. What are some other highlights for you for this movie?
1: I actually saw, thought some of the um, kill scenes were a lot better in this one. Okay. Okay. I felt like they were more like different than the other ones. Like not the same old stuff. It was kind of like, They threw in some of the same old stuff, but then other things were different. Like how there you got that one scene where the guy's hanging from the tree. Right. Where he got caught up and Mm -hmm. she went to go find something to cut him down with. And then Jason slashes his throat. Right. And he's kind of still just hanging there. I mean, obviously it's not real because like there's no blood like rushing down or anything. Right. But like him just hanging there and then her coming to find him. I thought that was a pretty cool kill. Yeah.
0: It's interesting. You bring up the blood, uh, this movie, it was under attack. This movie, when it came out, uh, the last one was pretty gory for its time. Friday the first Friday, the 13th. So when part two came out, they were told you got to, you got to calm it down. You can't be having all that blood. So if you notice, there's, there's really an extreme lack of blood in this movie, especially for some of the kills where you would expect there to be more, some gushing blood scenes There there really isn't. Uh, most famously is the spear scene uh, where the two kids are having, they have sex and they're laying on top of each other. And then Jason comes up behind them and stabs a pole, like a spear or I think it's a spear, he just, just stabs it right through both of them, and you just see it go right into the floor. Uh, they had to edit that scene. They couldn't actually show that scene in the movie, because uh, it would have gotten an NC-17 rating. Uh, yeah, so there, there is too. an image of it. You can actually find the image online. They they, they do have it. Uh, I always thought that was interesting, though. But uh, yeah, I think the, the lack of blood, uh, it, hurt, it doesn't hurt the movie, but
1: it's noticeable. Even in the first part one, I didn't feel like there was that much blood, where it was like,
0: but you have what you needed. be considered excessive. You know, but yeah. You, but yeah, remember, this is this different time. Now it's like, oh, was oh, already got a paper cut? That's essentially how much blood they're showing. Uh, but now, you know, it's a little bit different. Other things I like, Jason is an interesting character, right? You want to hate him, but like his mother, he is a somewhat sympathetic villain in a strange way. Uh, you kind of feel for the guy. You know, he watched his mother get murdered by camp counselors. Uh, so now he's kind of, you know, he's all on his own. You know, he is uh, special needs, unfortunately. Uh, you know, take that for what you will. That that's a whole other conversation. I'm not ready to have on this channel. But uh, you know, you do feel bad for him. He's a he's a child and a man. I think um, I think Ginny says it best when they're in the bar scene. She says he's well, he's, he's probably like a child in a man's body, essentially. He oh, doesn't yeah. know any better. Uh, so this is all he knows to do. So in some ways, especially when Ginny wears which i think is extremely clever by the way uh she throws on the sweater of jason's mother which is totally creepy uh (laughs) that he's saving her head in her sweater uh but she throws that on and imitates his mother and you you feel bad for the guy a little you know i I do i kind of sympathize for him you know he doesn't just doesn't know any better and i thought that was a cool mythology edition too where he saves this that comes up down the road it is brought up you know he saves the severed head of his mother and you know he has the sweater and everything like that uh i just thought that was a very interesting layer to the mythology and it was a clever use of the end scene too i, th- I thought that was pretty cool it just adds another layer to jason uh don't worry he's not gonna have many layers very long you know that's probably the, the last bit of humanity this character is gonna have in any sense of the word uh also this movie um like i said a lot of things do return we also have the return of the jump scare <laughs> the, the ending jump scare where he jumps through the window and grabs her he grabs jenny uh it did happen this time like i said the last movie it's not clear if it happened the boat scene it's more than likely a dream sequence uh no this time he did it right he, he jumped through the window and he grabbed her <laughs> did that take you by surprise
1: yeah actually i did
0: this one did well, the first one didn't but this one did this one got you a little more yeah i think this movie did. in a lot of ways it just feels more the same which isn't a bad thing You know, it sounds like I'm kind of knocking on it, but essentially it's more of the same. You know, uh, they bring uh, there's there's also interesting things that happened. Right. So uh, Betsy Palmer is brought back in this movie as a flashback scene when um, Ginny's imitating her. Uh, Betsy Palmer doesn't like this movie. Uh, She's famously known for disliking it and actually not even remembering she was in it for whatever reason she actually forgot she was in this she forgot she was in this movie which is kind of strange in in hindsight Uh, i think she was on the set for like a half a day if that and she did her lines and that was it and then also um adrian king returns as alice to get murdered killed off in the beginning of the movie jason goes back for that revenge against the woman that killed his mother uh Interestingly enough, she didn't want to be in this movie. Uh, She had some issues with a stalker at the time after being in the first five the Thirteenth. So after this, she didn't really act anymore. Like this was kind of her sign off from acting. And uh, she went into some voice acting, but I don't believe anything too notable. Uh, But again, a little interesting trivia there. Uh, Also, the ice pick scene, which I do like that kill. I thought that was kind of cool. Jason stabs her in the head with an ice pick. Uh, Apparently, they forgot to check to make sure that was a prop ice pick before using it. So she did actually get stabbed in the head. (laughs) So that kind of sucks for her. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I would have enjoyed that. There are some negatives, right? A big thing, and this movie gets a lot of flack. If you look online or if you've ever had discussions with people, there's something about Jason that's not right. And... It's, he's a little short, and it's hard to tell at times. He's my height. He's six one, so that's not necessarily short. But when you're thinking of a looming monster, you, you tend to think like a seven foot gigantic. Oh my God, what the hell is this? Uh, no, he's, like he's about six a Monster looking dude. <laughs> he's six one, and uh, Jason's kind of clumsy. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, he um he trips, he falls. Uh, he's very clumsy. Even the the stunt man that played Jason got injured a lot in this movie. He like fell on his like axe and hurt himself. I think he broke a couple ribs. <laughs> uh he actually got cut by the machete that Jenny swung at him. He actually like cut his finger and had to go to the hospital. Oh my god. So uh we have clumsy Jason in this movie. Uh he's not really that intimidating at times. It's kind of silly just watching him like roll around on the ground and like you know he just trips and falls. Uh he actually hurt himself during the famous glass jump scene because it didn't break the first couple times he did it
1: talk of, talk, of, talk about low budget films
0: yeah it's kind of silly again it's <laughs> behind the scenes but it, it's it adds to like the whole mythology behind the series which i think is interesting overall though uh i i feel like a lot of the things i didn't like just kind of hung around again the plotting uh this one was a little better i think there was a little more interest because we didn't know what was going on with the, the jason character so there was a little more we, we had like a predisposed idea that he was dead, but now he's back and, you know, there was a little more intrigue. So maybe that made the plot a little more interesting in that regard. But overall, I would say the last like 20 minutes, once again, you know, is kind of where all the action happens for this movie. Um, you did say you like the deaths. I do think the deaths are maybe we're getting there, but we're not there yet. Uh, There's still, unoriginal in a lot of ways they could have been a lot better less blood which i brought up before i you know in a horror movie especially a slasher i kind of want my blood in it you know that's what i'm looking for the end is just kind of jumbled for me i don't know if it was if you felt like it was for you just like you know they they kill she quote unquote kills jason and they return to the cabin then he jumps to the window then she's getting loaded into a hospital and we don't know what happened to paul and we just have the weird zooming out headshot. For the movie uh, just feels kind of jumbled to me. Like they didn't know how to end the movie.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, I felt like they were trying to leave it open more.
0: Yeah. And there's, there's a funny scene. Apparently and you can kind of tell. So the head that's on the table at the end of the movie and Mrs. Voorhees, that's not the same one that was there before. Uh, this was actually a person's head through a table in makeup. Uh, the head was supposed to like eyes open and smile to hint that uh, he's getting orders from his mother or whatever, but they cut it out last minute. So you, you just have that fade out with the head not doing anything. Uh, so I, they felt it was too cheesy, which I, I do agree. If that, if that head opened its eyes and smiled, I'd have been like, get the hell out of here. Would you have liked that?
1: <laughs> I mean, not necessarily. Right. But I mean, I think it would have been, I think it would have added something. I would think it would have added a little something of like, mm-hmm into the like, more movies and stuff, you could have made it a bigger thing then.
0: Well, we'll see what happens. we still got a lot of movies to go through. So uh, Due to the nature of the season, myself and John will now select a recipient of the Real Kill Award. <laughs> a special award given to the Kill we think is the highlight of the film. John who would you like to award for this movie
1: well like we discussed earlier in this okay. podcast i feel like the sex scene where they get impaled jason impales family? them
0: <laughs> now do you wish we got the full scene
1: oh yeah definitely
0: yeah 100
1: right but i feel like that scene in general like was just an interesting way to have people die like a horror situation okay of how they're always trying to sell like nudity and sex and stuff and have these people just die that oh, way yeah, I this that was... is
0: part of it this is part of it you know we we tend to we lean into the rules of friday the 13th where is if you're not a virgin or if you're having sex thinking about sex you're dead i don't yeah. know what jason has against those people but you know i don't think I jason never did. got it
1: jason never got any
0: well we're gonna get into well, i'm gonna talk about that in a sec but <laughs> i would like to award the real kill award i'm gonna give it to uh mark my wheelchair friend this is wrong Nothing. for all all kinds of reasons right uh this is this this the scene's important too in a weird way. This is the first time Jason kills someone with his famous machete. This is the first kill he offers. He throws a machete into Mark's face, and Mark's in his wheelchair. It's raining. He hits him in the face, and then Mark just flings his hand, and he just rolls down the back of the steps. <laughs> and it's just so awkwardly funny. Uh, I had to nominate it for the kill. I, I thought it was just it was silly. It was over the top, and.
1: Well, also, like, with Mark, too, I thought Mark was going to be, like, one of the first people to die. Ouch. Because it seems like in a lot of these movies where Mm -hmm. they'll have, like, either Uh that girl who's, like, Mm -hmm. not a very strong-willed character or anything like that. Mm -hmm. They have her die or a man in a wheelchair seems to go first. Like, just somebody who's, like, has a disadvantage.
0: Well, it's interesting. Uh, Do you know what the term is for a woman that survives in a horror movie? Do you know what it's called? No. There's actually a, a film term. It's called the final girl. It's used in horror. It's usually the final girl or, and sometimes there's a final guy. It's usually a final girl where it's just one female survives you know the, the whole encounter. Uh, Jenny's an interesting one because I don't know why she survived. It felt kind of strange that she survived at all because Jason jumped through the window and grabbed her. Uh, We don't know what happened to Paul. It's never actually stated if Paul died or not. Uh, If you're going by the extended cut, I guess you can assume Mrs. Voorhees smiling is Paul's dead. Uh, But, you know, I I don't really know. But, again, Ginny being alive kind of rubbed me the wrong way, too, a little bit. But that is part of the genre, you'll see. Uh, And many more to come. There is always usually a final girl, sometimes a final guy, but usually there's always a final girl.
1: I don't remember whatever happened to the other guy they went to the bar with who they left him there.
0: Interesting you bring him up. Uh he lives. Oh. <laughs> he's ironically, um uh but they go out with uh one of the guys and they go to the bar and he's like, Okay, I'm gonna go party, I'm gonna go get drunk and hang out with these people, I'll see you later. Bye. He he's the only one that survives.
1: Realistically. Yeah, like- <laughs> he did the smart he thing. Did
0: the, he did the thing that usually gets you killed in horror movies and it <laughs> helped him live. That's right. So I, I think that's a that's a pretty big uh pretty big moment for this movie. <laughs> for this that's series. Fun. So if you don't if yeah. you want to live in a horror movie, go get drunk and have lots of sex. But just don't there do you it go. where you're don't do it where you're staying, go somewhere else. Oh. I would like to give a um secondary award uh to Jason himself, oh. to Jason's uh testicles. <laughs> jenny kicks jason in the nuts pretty friggin hard and he falls over i thought he was down for the count at that point i've never seen a monster of a man oh, well, supposed to be a monster of a man fall like that and just writhe with pain uh if he didn't have a problem with sex earlier he definitely has one now because i don't think he can do it anymore after that kick <laughs> he was down <laughs> all right i think we're at that point where we're going to give our final scores for the movie i'm going to give friday the 13th part two a b minus Continuing the tradition, uh, in a lot of ways, I think, like I said, a lot of it has to do with, I think the movie just kept going, right? The series just... Stayed the same pace for me. Uh, it didn't diminish in quality. It didn't overly improve in quality in, in any significant way. Uh, I do think a B minus is fair. Uh, again, we get Jason now, so that that's a huge plus. We get this iconic, the begin the the origin story, the Batman begins of Jason Voorhees, if you will. So we get to see what happens from there. Uh, again, good movie. I, th- I think you know, like you said, I think it really feels like part one and two are strongly connected and that's one of the greatest positives i can say about this series is that it continues to continue strong john where do you stand with this film
1: i give this one a c plus two like you were saying too though if you combine these both i feel like it would get a b right like both of them combined but okay. i don't know they just don't offer as much as i would have hoped from these movies but not saying that they're bad movies or anything but they're like combined they're really good and mm-hmm. separate they're kind of like so so
0: right well don't worry we got a lot more on the horizon hopefully uh, your opinion will continue to evolve as we go on uh but john where can the people find us at home
1: you can find us on youtube the real movie guys on youtube you can subscribe to our channel like our videos um hit the notification bell you can find out when we put out more videos we're going to be doing a lot this month this month of october mm-hmm. it's our halloween edition and horror month really for everybody. Um, You could also find us, tweet at us on Twitter or at TheRealMovieGuy on Twitter. You can also find us on many podcasting platforms, such as...
0: Yes, for your listening pleasure. We are also available in podcast format on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, Overcast, Breaker, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. Be sure to give us a listen at any of those fine places. And if you already are right now, hey, we greatly appreciate it. Just search Real Movie Guys. We should pop right up. Thank you all so much for joining us for this episode of The Real Review. My name's Kevin. This guy over here, he's John. We are the Real Movie Guys. Real guys, real movies, real thoughts. And don't worry, there are more scares to come as Real Terror Month continues. We'll scare you next time. See you!